Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Well, the power very good yesterday. Did the game and um, never looked like losing, Malcolm. Pretty well seven goals to three at quarter time. And they just kept that lead and increased it. Yeah, for a team that had actually, what, lost four games in a row, I mean, I thought their start was really good because GWS have been playing in reasonable nick too. So it was a fantastic, probably nearly their best quarter for, for quite a while. Well, man, that was a former power player and Demons player and Woodville West Torrance is Jimmy Tumpus. And he joins us now. Jimmy, thanks for your time. They were pretty impressive, Port. They were very impressive. Yeah, like you just said, Blighty, that first quarter, they were certainly electric. And uh, I think in the call, they, they kept referring to Port's pressure at the at the, um, at the Giants. And that was evident. And I think that's what probably got them over the line in the end. Now, I've, I, I think we've all been a wrap for the Port Adelaide midfield. You know, oh. the, the youngsters, uh, it, they are... They are electric. I think they're the goodest, goodest, the best, best group in the competition. And the, at the youngest. Moment. And the youngest. That's what I'm saying. I mean, even if you throw in William Drew, you know, He's you've got old. Rosie Butters. And Houston actually adds to that. And you've got now Bergman sitting on a wing kicking goals. And they were good yesterday. Uh, aren't they electrifying to watch, Jimmy? They certainly are. I think Xavier Dersen's another one who's, who yep. you can add to that list. He's missed a, a bit of the season and come back in on a wing. They're, they're exceptional. I mean, I, I think I made the comment last week that you have Rosie Butters and Horn France as your starting midfield, and you're gonna you're gonna give a, a fair shot at winning most games. Then you add, you know, Wines and Spokey who didn't play yesterday. Willem Drew's having an exceptional year, so they bat really deep through the midfield. You you look at the three; they're different in a way. Probably Rosie and Butters closer than Horn Francis. He's a ball, genuine ball, like oh. a young uh, Patrick Dangerfield. But Butters doesn't miss with his kick. I watched him. Every time he gets the ball, he does his little dinky kicks or a longer kick, hits the body. Rosie's all class. And, and Horn France is a very good kick too, isn't he? Run, he runs flat out, but he's still a very good kick. I think Jace Horn Francis at the start of the year was one of the most efficient kicks going inside 50 in the comp. I think there was a stat around that. So he is a, an exceptional kick. And I'm fortunate enough to go watch the boys train on a weekly basis, and particularly Connor and Zach. They, they train the way they play. and It's no wonder they're... The players they are they are just absolute flat knacker uh, and they stand out exceptionally at, uh, at training. So, but yeah, Zach Butters' kick it, it is it's so good to watch. And I think um, a lot of a lot of juniors are starting to replicate that even out of training. When when we're training out at Woodville West Torrens, you see some of the boys try and kick around their corner to replicate the kick. It's, it's bloody hard to do, but he seems to make it look very easy. It's interesting. We spoke about to David at the start of the show about the disposal efficiency, the difference. I know they're two different games and two different opponents, but the Port Adelaide disposal efficiency compared to Adelaide's. For instance, Butters and Laird play a similar role. Butters was at 85%, mm. Laird at 65%. You can go down the list. Dawson at 79 Rosie at 83 what you've seen out in the training track there, Jimmy, is, is true. It's showing up in the games, and that's the difference between the two teams. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Crows will certainly get there, Blighty. Like Jordan Dawson's one of the better kicks in the comp, and I think 75 79% a, a pretty good click. But, yeah, I mean, the standard that those two boys in, in Connor and, and Zach, and then you add you know, Jace to that as well, is exceptional. Um, maybe Laird, he, he's very inside, and, and some of his kicks clearances, so maybe that might 
um, talk to his lack in efficiency, but yeah, the, the Port boys are super efficient. It's a great effort because I thought the Giants were off. They didn't play their best, but Port didn't have Charlie Dixon, didn't have their fullback, uh, Trent McKenzie, and they didn't have their first ruckman, Scotty Lysett. But it was other players that picked up the slack. Bergman's first quarter mm-hmm. was probably the best quarter for the year by anyone. Three goals from the wing, 11 possessions. Only got two for the next two and a half quarters, but um, it was exceptional that first quarter. Oh, gee, it, it was good to watch. Um, yeah, I was lucky enough to watch that one live. And, uh, oh, man, he was everywhere. He was getting touches left, right and centre. He, he's going to be a special talent. And I remember talking to Chris Davies at the start of the year. And, and, I mean, he's signed up now. But at this point in time, he wasn't signed with the club. And they really wanted to keep him. And, and quarters like that show you why. He is um, athletically gifted. I'd absolutely love to have his athletic ability, but his footy now is becoming really, really good as well. So he, he's going to be a, a fantastic player for a long period of time at Port Adelaide. Jimmy, I had the week off last week, but on the Thursday prior to going, we spoke to Miles Bergman and congratulated him on signing and just said it's almost like it's it, it's a big boost for him. He just he, He's found another gear in yeah. the last... It's amazing. That extra 10, 15 games from last year puts it on a player like him. Put a bit of weight he, too. Yeah, he has, yeah. So, just by the way, um, we talked it once again at the start of the show. Rory led when it's 65%. I know it's only one game. 65% of his 14 kicks and 20 handballs. Matt Crouch, I thought he was nearly the Crows' best player. He went at 88% with eight kicks and 25 oh. handballs. I, I, Rory Laird has had this issue of just unloading the ball. I think they've got to find another way, either retrain him, just like Crouch, or move him back to half-back. I'm really I like him. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but his distribution of the ball to to set it up, the Crows kick a lot of points. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he certainly has his strengths. Absolutely, his, his ability to actually get the ball and get at the player and put pressure on is is elite. Um, I, I don't think he's ever been renowned for his kicking. Why? Um, I I'll probably tend to agree with you there. There is talk, and I know a lot of people wouldn't mind putting him down back where. He was all Australian, so yeah, we'll see what the Crows do with him. Um, but you, you, you mentioned Matt Crouch; yeah, he's having a, a good few weeks, and GB stiff not to get a contract sometime soon. If he doesn't get one here, he'll get he'll get one somewhere yeah, else. Now yeah, you're right; his, yeah. his month, last month has been good. Uh, the Jimmy Tumpus Crystal Ball. Looking forward, you see both Port Adelaide. <laughs> obviously, Port will be top four, but the Crows sneaking into that eighth spot. Oh, it's, they've made life very difficult. For themselves with that loss, I mean, they were uber competitive against Brisbane and they have been against those top four teams um, throughout the, the whole year. I think that was their biggest losing margin uh, to a top four team all year. So if they're, they're, it's going to be stiff. I think they're uh, two a game out or half a game out um, at the moment. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'll be optimistic and say yes, but it's, it's going to be it's going to be tough for them. Yeah, I, I, Jimmy, I, I really think it depends on what Sydney and Bulldogs do. Well, if Sydney Correct. beat Adelaide, yeah, Adelaide that's can't right. make it's it. Yeah, that's right. So it's Adelaide and Melbourne, uh, and then the West Coast. I, I just, it's those two teams will dictate where Adelaide finish. If Sydney and Western Bulldogs win, good night. No, Sydney Dick. play Adelaide this week. Yeah, that's right. Right, but if they so, win, it's good night, Dick. Exactly. Adelaide. Yeah. If Adelaide win their last two, St Kilda and the Bulldogs can perhaps they have to lose their last uh, two. two. That's right. That's how, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of biffs and butts, I've, there? I've got the machinations here, but it's not very good. I'll, sh- I'll show you on radio, Jimmy, but I can't. It's, it's, pro- it's probably not the thing to do. Yeah, but I, I, I just think that some of those close games, F1, with their kicking, 
particularly goal-kicking the Crows, has cost them oh. dearly for the season. And yet they're still a young team. Definitely, definitely. No, they, they are a, a very young team. And I'll, we speak to some of their injuries in, in Murray and Butts now, Tommy Duday down back. Um, that, that, that'll be good for a number of years. So I don't think Crows fans have too much to worry about. Um, but you do you do think it has been a bit of a missed shot this year. That They certainly have the list to, to do some damage this year. And I think their best is certainly um, good enough to scare a number of those top teams. So, yeah, it's never never nice coming into this time of season where you have to worry about different results going your way to make the finals. It would be nice if you just had to win and, and you could control your own destiny. But unfortunately, this is uh, the way footy goes. So they'll have to hopefully win a couple of games and, and hope that the results go their way. Now, as David mentioned at the start, being a former Melbourne player as well, you're interested. I, I picked them in Brisbane to play in the grand final. I thought with their form over the last couple of years, I thought they would be okay with it. Now, they probably still can still be. May. Still may. Still But, I, I mean, that win at loss, they're going to be top four. They're two games clear. and I, I still think they've got some upside with Oliver now coming back into the team. They've still got to sort out the Gorn-Grundy bit. So you keep an eye on them as well? I certainly do. Yeah, I'm still really close to the number of those players. Um, I, I, I like I like Gorn by himself in the ruck. I, I think when he leads the charge, and we saw it prior to Grundy coming back into the team, he, he was exceptional. So maybe Melbourne has to look at um, yeah what that looks like for them. I mean, Petty going down obviously hurts them. But I, I actually picked them at the start of the year to, to make Grundy and win it um, as well, Whitey. So they're still my tip. I'm, I'm still going to stick with them. I think their best is probably the best in the comp. From what I've seen, just based on their contest work, you look at Viney, Petrarca, Oliver, that's just as good um, as, as Rosie Butters, Horn Francis, um, in, in its different way. So, yeah, they're going to be tough to beat if they click. Um, they just haven't seemed to fully click just yet back to what they were when they won the flag. But, yeah, I certainly do keep an eye on them. There's no clear-cut favourite, I think, anymore. No. Perhaps Collingwood may be... But, uh, Jimmy, I reckon it's one of the best seasons we've seen for a long while, given the fact that, you know, eight teams can fit in those last two or three spots, and the league would be loving it. It's going to come down to perhaps the last two games on the on the Sunday and the final round. Oh, definitely. I think it's, it's absolutely one of the best seasons we can remember in a, in a long time. We, we talk about, you know, the, the, the final eight, but I think in terms of that grand final winner, you, you look at the top four as it is at the moment with Port, Collingwood, Brisbane and Melbourne, you could almost put a blanket on, on those four, maybe Collingwood edge the rest of them out. But then Carlton at the moment, that's the form they're in. They've just knocked off Melbourne, beat Collingwood last week. And they play Port, I believe, as well soon. So that'll be interesting. There's probably five teams that you could mount a case that are genuine grand finalists. So it is absolutely riveting. Like It's great football at the moment. Now, being an elite sportsman, how, how do you go with the Matildas? Have you got wrapped up in the whole thing like the rest of the country? It's hard not to, right? It's absolutely hard yeah. not to. I had a few mates over my place watching the uh, watching the Matildas play, and, and we're all footy lovers as well. And to be honest with you, they're live. I don't think I watched a second of the Crows-Brisbane game because I was just absolutely enthralled in the soccer. It was outstanding. Um, speaking with Jimmy Rowe yesterday as well, he was the same. Um, we were both on our... On our couch, you're just glued to the TV. It's um, exceptional and, and, gee, it's good for the country. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's been a great GM. Thanks for the chat. No worries, guys. Take care. That's Jimmy Tumpus there. And, yeah, played for Melbourne in the power. And uh, he knows his footy, but 